Hey, it's your girl Titi from the D stopping by. Today is day 14 of the 30 Day Marriage Challenge. And the topic for today is bum, 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 bum. Wives pray for your husbands. We're gonna tap into that thing this morning. It was on my heart. It's important for us to pray for our husbands, just like it's important for husbands to pray and cover their wives. But today we're talking about us ladies. This is for my wives, okay? I think that marriages are in trouble. There's a lot going on in the world. There's a lot of attack on marriages. There's people that really don't believe in unities and covenants and things like that. And so, because this is a burden, um, this is something that, you know, I love. I love love. I love people that are together and they are in that thing because they see the greatness. They see the importance of God's covenant. By all means, I am never saying that I or my husband are holier than thou. We are not perfect people. We're not a perfect couple. However, I often say we went through the storm, the rain, typhoons prior to getting married. We went through a whole lot of different things, but we grew together. And that's what's very important is that you continue to grow. You sow seeds. You sharpen your iron as a married couple. So for all of our listeners across the globe, starting with the United States, Bahrain, Philippines, Canada, Ireland, India, Puerto Rico, Italy, United Kingdom, Romania, Australia, Saudi Arabia, Brazil, Netherlands, Bulgaria, Poland, Russia, Germany, Denmark, Switzerland, Mexico, Egypt, Guam, Ukraine, Bangladesh, Lebanon, and Czech Republic. Thank you. Thank you for taking time out of your day. Thank you for choosing us to tap into. There are several other podcasts you could have gone to, but you chose to go to ours, and we are super excited. Now let's get back and unpack this morning the importance of wives praying for their husbands. Okay? Is it important? Yeah, it is. You could simply say something like, Lord, thank you for my husband. I thank you for his life. I thank you for his health. I thank you for his purpose. Whatever that looks like. Create your own prayer. Your relationship, your conversation with our father is your relationship and your conversation with our father. That's just like us sitting down, ladies, with our biological earthly fathers. It's what you're talking about with your dad. So you don't necessarily have to have other people in the room. You could talk to your dad in person, over the phone, whatever that looks like in the world. But the beautiful thing about the God I serve, the Lord above our lives that's in charge, is that he's always listening. He's always waiting for us to petition him, to talk with him. Yeah, so it's a beautiful thing. And praying for your husband is just an amazing way to make sure that you help your husband grow in his journey you might say to yourself now you might some of you might say no I wouldn't say that some of you might say why should I pray for my husband I mean we pray together and it's all good you know why because prayer changes things it helps strengthen your marriage and when you pray for your husband daily not sporadically but daily God will bless not only you but your marriage because your husband will become a better person for God has the ability to intervene in his life, your marriage, and your union, which is a covenant, right? The two of you grow closer, and you just, even for those of you that are distant from your husbands, or you feel like disconnection, 
Figure what that is. Figure it out. Seek God to show you what's missing. What do I need to add? What can I do to strengthen our union from my behalf? Don't worry about what he could be doing, ladies, to strengthen your union on his behalf. You go to God and you ask God to strengthen you, to show you the way. We are their backbones. They are a rock, but we are their backbones. And they need to know that they're loved and that they're covered. Just like we hope and pray and believe and trust that they cover us, I'm pretty sure that they hope and pray and believe that we cover them. So I just say there's so many ways that you can petition God. And that's at your own grace. That's at the own beat of your drum. I'm not telling you to dance to the drum that I'm summoning for the music. Create your own music. Your relationship is unique with your husband and he loves you. Even if he doesn't say it, because some men don't say things. Some people are not expressionable like that. But if he married you and you know you have a covenant, then you know it. Now, some of y'all are in these marriages that dance not under a covenant. I don't really know what to do except try to figure out if you can get God to be in the center. It's never too late to ask for God to be in the center of your marriage if he was never invited in the beginning. Okay? Please know that it's never too late. Now you might say, hmm, how do I pray for my husband who has a hard heart? Well, you can start off by asking God to soften your husband's heart. For not only you, your marriage, your family, if you have a child or children, but to soften his heart towards the things that he covet. And if he believes and he trusts and he knows that you're in a covenant marriage, he'll do just that. He will do just that. Ask God to knock down any barriers, break down any walls that will keep you from being able to communicate with your spouse, with your husband, and him from communicating with you or others who impact your lives on a daily basis. Ask God to strengthen you in the areas where you feel weak, ladies. Okay? This is one of the most important things we could do as wives, in my opinion. We know we love our husbands. We know we love our child or our children. By nature, we were designed to be lovers providers and soul takers when I say soul takers taking care of the soul taking care of the spirit we were meant to love and give we weren't meant to sit back and say what you gonna do for us what you about to do well nag and I ain't praying it's like what it's something when you know you got a praying husband but imagine how that praying husband feels knowing he has a praying wife just pause on that unpack that you know you got a praying husband for those of you that know it if you think you have a praying husband there's something different in the way your relationship can unfold and it grows when you guys are praying together but imagine the possibilities the endless possibilities when you go to the God when you go to the throne for your husband when your husband goes to the throne for you It's a beautiful thing. Now, I would like to share. uh, And you could get this from 
www.biblestudytools.com. These are five powerful prayers for wives that you can choose to pray for your husband. Now you, of course, remember what I said. You pray for your husband the way you see fit. The best way you see fit. So I'm going to give you just five. There's several of them on here. But these are just examples. Okay. Um, a prayer for my husband's satisfaction in God alone. Okay, let's let's talk about that. You could say, example, I praise you, Lord God, for all the wisdom for our husband. If I was saying this, you know, for us, ladies. But if you were going to fashion it to tailor it to you, you would say, you are the God who satisfies the longing soul. You feel the hunger soul with good things. Here is my husband, Andre's heart and soul, Lord. I lift my husband up to you. And I ask you to fill him with good. You know that he needs. And you can read Psalm 107, 9, and Matthew 6 and 8. Okay? You could all say, you could also say, the world offers Andre so many things. I and mean, this is me, if this was me. So you fill in your husband's name, right? So let me go back to that. The world offers, insert your husband's name, so many things to temporarily satisfy his needs. Temptations abound, but you are his shield and his defender. Please train him to resist the devil. Psalm 28 and 7, Psalm 59 and 9, and James 4 and 7. Here's another one. I celebrate that you triumph over every one of Satan's schemes and scars and scares he has left on my husband's heart. You are Jehovah Jireh. You are Jehovah Rapha, my husband's healer. Insert his name. You are the restorer of his soul. Let the balm of your perfect love and mercy touch the brokenness of his heart. Genesis 50 and 20. Exodus 15, 26. Psalm 23 and 3. Jeremiah 17 and 14. Are you catching this, ladies? Okay, are you catching what we're saying about these different prayers and how you can insert your husband's name in these particular prayers? Okay, if you have a husband that kind of lacks in being a man of his word, you could say something like, Father, your word amazes me. The world is looking for the next perfect solution to their problems, and you're always offering it through your word. You sent your word to deliver nourish and counsel us my heart's desire is for my husband insert his name to feast on your word and find it immensely satisfying get your strength from psalm 107 and 20 proverbs 3 and 8 psalm 119 and 24 and 103 and remember you can insert your husband you could pray for all right if you want to pray for your husband's humility and his courage. Here's another one. You require my husband to love me as Christ loved the church. With greater love for, insert your husband's name, I'm asking you to empower him to do this. Get your strength from Ephesians 5 and 25. Okay? Here's one I think we can all attest to. You know the pressure 
my husband feels to be successful and strong. You know how he is influenced to be self-reliant. You understand his fears and insecurities. He is simply human and at risk of denying his needs for you. God, I do not know how to do this except ask you to show me because I want to see him in his light. I do not want to see him destroy his life or our marriage because of his pride. You can get your strength from Proverbs 18 and 12, right? Again, here's another one. I bring, insert your husband's name. I bring your husband's name to you in prayer, the river of life, and ask you, Lord God, to anoint my husband with a supernatural portion of Christ's humility. With it, he will be ready and able to receive your grace. He will be free to boast about his weakness to you, Lord God, and wait for you to satisfy his needs with your strength. And you can get your strength from scripture, Psalm 36 and 8, James 4 and 6, 2 Corinthians 11 and 30, and 2 Corinthians 12, 9 through 10. These, I know I said I was only going to give you uh, a power of five different prayers, but Lord, it's in my spirit just to drop them out there because ladies, wives, we got to cover our husbands daily. Like I said earlier, it ain't just sporadically. We got to do this daily. Like you breathe every day, you need to be covering your husband every day. You need to cover yourself every day. You need to cover your child or your children, your family, your friends, people. Just ask God to watch over all husbands, all wives. Every marriage needs to be lifted to and brought to the throne at some point. Some people are not wise enough and don't really know the ability that they have to tarry for their husbands or to tarry for their wives. But I'm here to remind you this morning that you are able to pray your husband through some things. I thank you for my husband. Y'all know him as Swifty, but his name is Andre. God knows him as his son, that he's able to lay hands on me and pray for me. He prays with me, not only with me when I'm going through, he prays when I'm going through and going around. He prays with for me when I'm not in his presence. It's not one of those, oh, I got a husband and prays with me. Uh, I know he prays for me. I can tell when he's praying for me. But it's something about having a praying husband when, you lay, when he lays his hands on me. It's something about me being a praying wife when I can lay my hands on him and the quietness of his sleep. When I pray over him when he's resting. It's important, ladies. Hallelujah. Mm, thank you, Jesus. It's so important because marriages are under attack. Satan doesn't like marriage. He doesn't like the covenant. And the world, the way of the world, many of us are caught up in it. That we look at it as a contract. Some people say, well, I ain't getting married. It ain't nothing but a contract. Yeah, when you do it according to the world. But when you do it according to God's word. When you do it because it's burning in your spirit that you want to take on this man's last name ladies when you accept his proposal you have to know and trust that you are capable of being a suitable mate for him and for those of you that know you have a praying husband or a praying fiance or a praying boyfriend because I know it's not just married people listening to this show that's fine and dandy but when you know you got a praying spouse a significant other and you don't do your part 
you're robbing your relationship of a beautiful covenant. When you know you soiled in your spirit or you got a cold spirit or wicked spirit, hey, I don't got to call you to the carpet. You convicted in yourself. Some of you are blinded and you don't even know it. We're not perfect people. We're not perfect by any means. And just because we pray don't mean we're going to have a fireproof marriage. But guess what? It'll be guarded. It'll be protected. and It'll be covered with the warring angels that war for us every single day. Because we are going to make errors because we're flesh of flesh. We need to know that we're guarded. But we also got to suit up. There are no perfect marriages. Swifty and I don't have a perfect marriage. We work every day at it. Knowingly and unknowingly. But God knows our hearts. We put in the work because we believe. We trust. And we enjoy one another. That's still my bestie. I still talk to him like I talk to my homegirls. And I've been doing that from day one when we were just friends. But I could talk to him because he's not only my bestie, my homeboy. He's my husband. He's my friend. He my ride or die. He's that guy that I am grateful that God has brought to me. Showed me how to find him. Even though we were just two spirits in this world. How we connected was a deep story was it 100% in a divine order I don't know did we do things backwards probably so did we do things unorthodox yes are are we living in a union or a covenant where we feel convicted no no one thing we had to do prior to being married our pastor wouldn't have married us if we didn't do it we had to go to marriage counseling, premarital counseling. We had homework. We had to study and read. We had to go back and counsel with our pastor. And one thing he made very clear, and then shout out to our pastor, Harvey Carey. He said, I love you both, but let me let you know something. If I don't feel that you are equally yoked, I will not marry you. That don't mean that y'all can't run off and to go to a justice or a peace or go to, you know, Vegas or, you know, go down to the courthouse or no, I don't mean that. It just means that I can't. That don't mean I don't love y'all. But if I see and I feel in my soul, my spirit that you guys are not equally yoked, I can't do that because I got to be accountable for when I join a man and a woman together. That meant everything to me. You know why? Because I know he's a man of God. Our pastor ain't perfect either. He's flesh of flesh and he will not hold you up. But he knows the word and he doesn't play with it. I know uh, a bunch of pastors, some of y'all hide behind the word. And some of y'all members be feeling it in their spirit. But they're like, well, you know, I don't think he would do that, really. You know when you know. You know when you know. That's a whole nother podcast. Ain't got nothing to do with a 30-day marriage challenge. But you know when you know. You know when your spirit quiets down and your ears close down because you can't just let anybody speak into your life. That's the same thing about covering your husbands, ladies. You can't let anybody just speak into your life. You can't just let anybody pray for your marriage. You got to be the biggest prayer warrior for your own marriage. If don't nobody else pray for you, you better get on your knees. You better get on your face. You better go in your prayer closet, in your car, in your basement, walking, 
sitting back, reclining, laying down. I don't care how you do it, but you better get in there. You better petition, not only for your husband, but for yourself. Because there's an attack, ladies. And like I said this morning, this is for us wives. We love our husbands, but we got some work to do. Fellas, for those that might be listening in, you got work to do too. But today, it's about us loving on y'all. A lot of us can feel protected and safe when we're in the presence of our husbands. But there's something about them having a level of peace. We have to be their sacred temple in the world for them to be comfortable and vulnerable without worrying about what we gonna do, what we not gonna do, how we not gonna protect them, how we not gonna tear for them. They don't need to have a doubt. They don't even need to be curious. They need to know it. And I'm not saying with the faulty prayers. Now, let's not be fake out here in these streets. He don't, You ain't got to just, let me pray for my husband because he in my presence. Girl, you better do that thing without him being in your presence. Especially when he not. Because you don't know what's coming for him. Coming after him. Men, period, are just targets. The world don't really want us to repopulate and reproduce and have unity. So you got to cover your husband. Cover your sons. Cover every male you know. Pray for every husband you know. And even the ones abroad, ladies and gentlemen. It's imperative that we get back to the business of God when it comes to these marriages. Every day. You don't have time for a break. Do you have a time from living? Do you get a break from that? Even when we take vacation, we ain't on break. We can say, oh, I was so relaxed. But don't y'all know shit is waiting for you when you come back. And I know some of y'all said, oh, my God, he cussed. Yes, I did. I'm a work in progress. What did I tell you? I ain't a perfect creature. I'm just like you. We both put our legs into our pants one sleeve at a time. So that means sometimes if you're busy, you going fast with a wide leg pants, you might accidentally put both legs in one because you ain't, you ain't aware. But guess what? At the end of the day, we do it the same way properly. So I'm asking my ladies, all my wives globally. I shout it out all the countries. Ladies, however you do it, whether you're doing another language or you're doing it another method. Bottom line is, pray for your husband. Well, that's all I got for you this morning, ladies. Be about your business on the day, whatever it is you got lined up to do. I hope that you do it well. And I hope you do it covered. And I'll see you tomorrow.